Welcome to the Thriving Wanderer podcast. These are open, honest, authentic conversations about all things travel, fitness, and well-being. I am your host, Anessa Wisnant, and let's make today great. All right, we have made it through to the other side of our podcasting woes. I have a microphone now, so I apologize for the audio on the uh, first episode, but we have persevered, and the second episode is full of not only great content, but also better audio quality. So without further ado, let's get started. It is my hope that through sharing my personal journey today with you guys, someone will find inspiration and learn to apply some of these steps to their own life. So I worked in retail for a while, then got into the restaurant industry and kind of quickly climbed the ladder in the restaurant industry. And so I started as a hostess, moved my way up into management, and that's kind of where my story really starts. Uh, So I moved to Southern California with a particular uh, restaurant company, and that afforded me a lot of opportunities. And it allowed me to not only move down here on my own, but provide for myself in a way that I never had before. So it was exciting. It was an exciting time in my life. I felt honored to accept the position and kind of embark on this new journey in Southern California. And that excitement lasted for quite some time. Um, I held that position and then quickly got promoted uh, to general manager of, of this particular restaurant just a few short years later. So, you know, fast forward to that time, I am 24 or 25, 25 when I accepted uh, the general manager position, and I am now the head of a multi-million dollar restaurant. While I was honored, you know, I definitely quickly felt the weight of the decision that I had made. And while, like I said, while I was excited about it, there were also some things that I could feel it was taking a toll on me mentally. And part of the reason once I started really getting down to the core of what I was feeling was there's this societal norm that we are supposed to be doing something at a certain age or making so much money at a certain age. And I really felt that particularly with my career. I felt that I was supposed to, you know, if I'm not going to college, I should be climbing the ladder in a company or climbing the corporate ladder, quote unquote, to attain something. And I quickly realized how heavy that weighed on my heart and how unhappy it really truly made me. And so I think this idea of what we should be doing and where we should be at monetarily is a completely twisted way of thinking and something that we should really stop doing. Not only does this pertain in careers, but it also works in life, right? There's this concept that, you know, you should have kids before this age and you should get married before this age and there's a right and wrong time to do everything. And people are so open and honest about that. Like it's this widespread disease almost that, you know, if you're 40 and having a kid, like shame on you or, you know, if you're not married by the time you're 40, like or 45, or insert any number there, and it's kind of this keeping up with the Joneses mentality, where we're comparing ourselves to others at every standpoint in life, and it's really limiting, right? If you go on your whole entire life 
believing that because you're not at this certain point, you're not as good as Jenna, who has climbed the corporate ladder in her 20s and is now a CEO. The question I challenge you to ask yourself is, is Jenna really happy? We see these snapshots of people who are CEOs or quote-unquote successful entrepreneurs or successful in whatever field they may be quote-unquote successful in, right? You see these snapshots of these people and they look so great, right? They're flying on private jets, they have the family, they have the house, they have the vacations, they have the stock options, they have all these great things, but you don't see their day-to-day and you don't have the chance to look inside of their heart and soul and see if they are truly happy. I think there's a big divide that we have in society today between true happiness and what is portrayed to the masses. And I feel like the more that we keep this societal norm and this kind of facade going amongst society, the more we really hurt each other in the long run. Um, So it's firmly my belief that these should not matter. Um, It took me going on three years now since I kind of had this epiphany that, hey, you know, I'm not happy doing what I'm doing. And my decision to change that was really fueled by this realization that this idea of keeping up with the societal norms is this false thing that's understood by everyone from birth right? We grow up in a society where all these pictures and concepts are shown to us of people who are successful or who have done, gone on the right path, right? It's like they either gone on the right path of success as far as career or success as far as education. And you grow up constantly comparing yourself to these people at each point. And probably one of the most relevant things that I can say to you is that you cannot compare a chapter of your story to someone's novel or someone's 20-page research paper that they've been working on for their whole life, right? Where you're at cannot be compared to other people. And I think it's so easy to fall into that trap of constantly comparing yourself to where others are at and where you feel that you should be. So I challenge each one of you to look inside of yourself and ask yourself this question. Are you truly happy? I think we need to change the internal dialogue and the dialogue that we have amongst ourselves. The one thing that should always be your number one calling is what makes you happy, healthy, and full. Being full is a feeling inside That until you attain it, you can have a hard time grasping. And it's a hard journey. And I'm not going to pretend like it's easy because it's not. But I think, but I know I wish that someone would have came to me five years ago before I got into restaurant management and knew what I wanted to do and told me, hey, Anessa, you have options. It's okay that you don't know what you want to do now. But don't feel that pressure. You don't have to do something that you don't want to do. Or you don't have to 
do something that isn't fulfilling you, that doesn't have you wake up in the morning and you're like, yes, I can't wait to go tackle this today. You deserve that kind of fullness. It's a spiritual fullness. It's a health fullness. It's a fullness that I've never felt before until I got there. And let me just say, it was not easy, right? It was not easy to... I was worried. I was worried to step down from such a prestigious position for my age because I was worried of what my parents were going to think or what people might think when I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore, right? Like, what's wrong with her? Why would she leave all that to step down and do something so much less? And the answer is happiness. I had this thought kind of fast forwarding through my life. I asked myself, what kind of life do I want to look back on? And that was such a an impactful moment for me because until that point I had placed so much importance into climbing a corporate ladder and so much importance into how much money I made per year and so much importance into finding the love of my life rather than learning to love myself. How sad would that be if I didn't show up as my true self every day? to the best of my ability. And that's truly what has driven me to start this podcast is I feel like there's not enough conversation around being happy and choosing a life that you want to lead truly in your heart because we are so fogged up in our vision that we should be doing something else or along someone else's path. And while climbing the corporate ladder, there's nothing wrong with that. And many people are successful at it. And they find there are some people that find great joy in it. And if that's your thing, I encourage you to keep at it. But for me, that was not what made me happy. And the minute I realized that and I stopped ignoring those societal norms that were clouding my vision and holding me back from the things that I was truly passionate about, that's when I found true happiness. That's when I found my number one calling. And that's to influence people and kind of spread this thought that there's more to life than how much money you make or how many kids you're supposed to have at a certain age or when you're supposed to get married, right? Let's spend the next year looking inside of ourselves and becoming the best, best version of ourselves that we could possibly be. Some food for thought. If you enjoyed this episode of Thriving Wander, please head over to the Apple Podcasts at iTunes.com and consider rating and reviewing. Thriving Wander is also on Instagram. You can find us at at Thriving Wander or on Facebook on our Facebook page under the same name. We'll talk to you soon.